before you listen to this podcast, you can subscribe to The Critic magazine with the current offer of three issues for just £5. Head to our website, www.thecritic.co.uk, to subscribe today. Hello and welcome back to The Critic podcast. With the opinion poll suggesting the SNP is heading for a clear majority in next May's Scottish parliamentary elections, fuelling their demands for a second referendum on independence, is it beyond the ability of Scotland's Conservative, Lib Dem and Labour parties to save the union? Former Labour and Respect MP George Galloway has founded the Alliance for Unity as a bipartisan party seeking to ensure that only one pro-union candidate stands in each region against the SNP in May. But will it work? How will it be funded? And will the Westminster parties cooperate? If not, will the Alliance for Unity succeed only in further splitting the pro-union vote? In this podcast, the critic's political editor, Graham Stewart, talks to George Galloway and the Scottish farmer, writer and Alliance for Unity candidate, Jamie Blackett, about their game plan to keep Scotland in the UK. George Galloway... There are three main political parties standing in May for the Scottish parliamentary elections uh, who are supportive of the union. The Scottish Conservative Party, the Scottish Labour Party and the Scottish Liberal Democrats. Why will having a fourth pro-union party assist the union cause against the SNP? Well, there are three pro-union parties, uh, but the problem is they're all fighting each other. And you can do the maths. Uh, The SNP... Uh, are slated to get a majority, maybe even a big majority, uh, on a minority of the vote, because the three parties to which you refer are all uh, cutting each other's throats. Uh, So our purpose is to try and get them together, uh, to persuade them not to oppose each other uh, in each other's constituencies, Uh, to have only one pro-union candidate, the best-placed pro-union candidate in every contest against the SNP, and for all of us to stand uh, as a united front in the Alliance for Unity. Now, while Jamie and I are are, uh, candidates already selected, and we have, I don't know, six or seven others uh, already selected, we're ready to... Uh, stand down. Uh, I myself have absolutely no burning desire to sit in the IKEA parliament in Holyrood. Uh, We are uh, about getting everyone together. Uh, The truth is, if it's business as usual, uh, if you keep on doing the same thing over and over again, you'll get exactly the same result. And Scotland is suffering very badly from that. Uh, The SNP have, in Westminster seats, almost all of the Westminster seats. On 45% of of the turned-out vote, on 25% of the total vote. And so the vagaries of our electoral system are such uh, that uh, the SNP, which is itself an alliance, I mean, the SNP contains people... Uh, who are uh, millionaire bankers uh, like Ian Blackford, their uh, Westminster leader, uh, through um, you know country toffs in uh, brogues and uh, and tweed, uh, right down to the feral uh, ersatz Irish Republican militants 
in uh, West Central Scotland uh, who support the overthrow of the Queen and the, and, uh, the established order and so on. So uh, they are an alliance. We have to be an alliance too. That's our take. So I see the argument you're making for why there has to be an alliance, but that only works if the other parties are prepared to play ball with you. Uh, there's no sign so far, certainly in their public pronouncements, that any of the three uh, main pro-union parties are going to stand down candidates in favour of the Lands for Unity candidate. So um, how, how are you going to persuade them that it, it is in their interest to stand down uh, in some constituencies in your favour? Well, uh, we want them to stand down for each other, not for us. We're not standing in any constituencies. We want the best-placed candidate who supports the union to be the sole candidate in a constituency uh, either held by the SNP or threatened uh, by the SNP. The uh, regional list is a different matter. Uh, there you have three pro-union parties standing, and the uh, SNP get very few uh, of the regional seats, I think four uh, at the moment. But there are uh, five or six greens. You see, we have a, a, a yellow-green front uh, that uh, governs Scotland. We have to get rid of these greens. So we need to get the voting turnout up. And our energy and profile, if I may say so, is vastly greater than the uh, candidates elected on lists from the other parties. I dare say that even in their own street where they live, most people could not identify the list MSP from the traditional parties. But everyone in Scotland knows me, uh, I can assure you. Uh, and if they don't know me, they would recognize my hat. Uh, so our position is, join us in a joint slate. Give us your uh, sitting MSPs and put them on a joint slate with Labour MSPs, Tory and Liberal Democrat, and uh, Jamie, for example, in South Scotland. I'd be happy to uh, have a list like that. But if they won't do it, uh, then our USP is that anyone can vote for us. It's not easy for Labour voters in Ayrshire, South Ayrshire, mining country, uh, or East Lothian, uh, mining uh, country. It's, it's not easy for them to vote for a Tory landowner uh, and vice versa. But with the Alliance for Unity, which in itself embodies uh, candidates from a huge variety of backgrounds, Jamie and I being chalk and cheese, but the firmest of friends on this question. We are the living uh, example uh, of uh, the, the Fox North coalition. I'm Fox, he's North. We won't last long together, but we don't need to last long together. Only long enough to knock the SNP off their perch. Well, I, uh, Jamie Blackett, I want to come to you as the Lord North part of the Fox North coalition. Uh, Lord North lost America, but we went... Yeah, I think it's slightly unfair that uh, George is able to uh, identify with a romantic character like uh, Charles James Fox, but uh, <laughs> Charles James Fox back the, uh, the French Revolution. If the hat fits, wear it. I couldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cap of liberty. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jamie, your 
proposing to represent South Scotland on the on the regional list. Um, South Scotland already has strong support for the Scottish Conservative Party and uh, might be expected to return uh, Scottish Tories on the list anyway. If, if you're standing as well, aren't you just in the way of more likely uh, pro-unionist MSPs being returned? No, absolutely not, Graham. And I'm glad you asked that because that allows me to explain this de Hunt system, uh, the proportional representation that we have in Scotland. Uh, I very much hope that Finlay Carson, the excellent Tory MSP on the, the, in the constituency battle, I hope he wins it in May next year and he will have my full support for that and uh, we will be prevailing on the Labour and Liberal Democrat candidates to stand down because they have no chance against him, I don't think. Uh, all they do really is uh, risk uh, the SMP candidate winning and another seat going to the separatists. Uh, but if Finlay, as I hope, does well in the constituency seats, then um, that automatically means under this strange continental system that we've uh, in now inherited uh, that the, the Tories... Uh, would therefore be handicapped in the list. And, and as George explained, this is what happens with the SNP. They, they tend to clean up in the constituency seats and that handicaps them in the list. They win very few seats on the list as a result. So uh, by uh, my standing and other excellent uh, candidates that we have in the south of Scotland, uh, the, there's a broad range of uh, candidates um, to choose from under the uh, alliance colours. Uh, I would uh, possibly be normally wearing a blue rosette. Uh, George, as we all know, used to wear a, a red one. Um, but generally, most of us probably reflect the, uh, the, the, the prevailing political uh, balance in in the south. We have myself, uh, a farmer, George, who, as we know, has got a huge experience of, of politics and broadcasting, and Bruce Halliday, who's a a GP, a local GP, who now who's joined us uh, as a candidate. Um, so the important thing is, uh, and actually, what has happened previously is the south of Scotland has returned a, a Tory, and then the SNP have won two seats on the list in the south of Scotland, which um, doesn't really actually reflect uh, the strength of feeling down here. Most people in the south of Scotland are, are anti-partition. We don't want to see a hard border at uh, Gretna, or, uh, from Gretna to Berwick, because we, we trade both sides of it. Uh, so that, that, that is really why it's important that we have the Alliance of Unity and, and, and not just these tribal loyalties. And I would just echo what George was saying. We are, uh, we're not just a party. We are registered a, as a, a party with the Electoral Commission so that we can stand candidates. But we're really more of a pro-unity movement. Uh, we want to make the arguments to strengthen the other three parties, get more of their candidates in. Uh, possibly we might find actually that we're better able to raise money and we, we don't rule out... Uh, using some of that money to try and get the right candidates in in the right places and stop the, the separatists. Well, uh, um, running for the Scottish Parliament, like any form of politics, is a uh, 
uh, financial undertaking. How is, how is the alliance funding itself? Might well be that this is a, a digital election. If the first minister, as she's uh, threatening to do, um, locks us all down again, it might perhaps for very good uh, medical reasons, but uh, it may be that normal canvassing and uh, rallies and so on so can't happen next May. And so a lot of this is happening online, and we've grown to being a bigger political party online already than the Liberal Democrats and the Scottish Liberal Democrats. And we may, by the time of the election, overhaul Labour and the Conservatives. We, we may well do that. And um, that so far, that, that's all been free. Uh, you know, we've, uh, George has a huge following on, uh, on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, others of us are, are growing our profiles and we're commu communicating directly with the electorate on social media. We're not having to spend lots of money on billboards, uh, on advertising, on uh, party. We've done some party political broadcasts. I've got one coming out tonight at eight o'clock. Uh, that doesn't cost uh, any money. It was done um, on a mobile phone. Um, so uh, the, the money is, is not the big uh, issue, but it, we are having people uh, queuing up now to uh, pledge donations so that we can uh, boost our message on social media so that we can have some maybe a battle bus i look forward to the, the fox north coalition taking to the road in uh, april uh, hopefully um and uh, posters and uh, maybe television advertising that kind of thing um so uh, you know we are a broad movement that people can get behind we're not uh, tainted if i may say so by Westminster politics. We are a Scottish party. We're the only genuinely Scottish pro-union party. We don't have to toe the party line like the Tories, the Labour and Liberal Democrats. We, uh, and that, that, I think, gives us a, a bit of an edge on, on the others. Well, it gives you an edge, but it also causes potential confusion amongst the voters because voters uh, come May will not just be voting, or many of them will not just be voting on the issue of voting the SNP out. They're voting on bread and butter issues, schools, hospitals, and so on. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, they, if they vote for a, what you call a Westminster party, you know, they, they know basically, at least ideologically, where the key parties stand. But because you're a coalition of people with different and indeed quite radically different views, they don't really know if they elect you how you're going to be voting on issues that concern them over the course of the next Scottish Parliament. So how do you square that with voters who say, you know, this isn't the, the Scottish independence referendum. When it comes to that, I'll cast my vote clearly on that issue. I'm voting for an MSP to represent me on devolved matters, and I simply don't know what I'm getting with you guys. Well, may I, uh, uh, Jamie, uh, if, if I may, uh, this is not a Scottish independence referendum, but it is an election that will determine whether or not there is going to be an, another Scottish independence referendum. In other words, if the SNP get a majority, the course is set. Let's be fair, they, they're not hiding it. Uh, they, uh, they are uh, set on a direction of either a second independence referendum or endless confrontation in order to obtain one. And uh, at the margin, 
the possibility of an illegal one uh, on the Catalan model, which would, of course, take us into uh, a new and potentially sinister phase uh, of the separatist uh, struggle. I wish it were true, Graham, uh, that people will be voting on uh, what you call bread and butter issues, on general political directions, ideologically. Uh, but I'm afraid Scottish politics has rather, um, has rather changed uh, in the 15 years since I was forced to leave it uh, by Mr. Blair expelling me from the Labour Party and then abolishing my constituency just in case. Uh, actually, the national question, the question of separatism, is overwhelmingly the issue uh, that will motivate people to the polls uh, in May, unfortunately. And the answer to your uh, very proper question is this. If elected, we will all sit as independents. So uh, if I'm elected uh, and Jamie is elected, I dare say on some issues, though we're not as far apart as you might imagine uh, on, on many things, uh, we, will, we will vote as independents. He may very well vote one way and I the other. Uh, but, you know, it would be wrong to exaggerate the ideological difference that you can practice in a devolved assembly uh, whose funding overwhelmingly comes uh, from national government. It has been a mistake, strategic mistake, of all the parties in Scotland to pretend that this devolved assembly is somehow a powerful parliament that can uh, powerfully affect your life. Uh, it can govern wisely or unwell, uh, and over the last 13 years, without doubt, uh, it has been governed unwell because the SNP don't really care about anything except getting their ducks in a row to have a go for full state power and the breakup of Britain. Uh, you know, what's the difference between Douglas Ross, Richard Leonard, and Willie Rennie? Not much, actually. They are all three of them centrist, pro-EU, uh, centrist uh, social democrats. I'm not any of those things but I'm not going to be in power. It will be either uh, uh, Labour, Conservative or Liberal Democrat that will head what we call a government of national unity, uh, whose purpose will be uh, to repair the damage done between this devolved Scottish Assembly and the uh, government and people uh, of the rest of the United Kingdom. It'll be a short-term thing, one parliamentary term, uh, but we think uh, that correction of a national unity government is uh, urgently required. So uh, just to be clear, it, um, uh, come May, the, everyone on the, on the electoral roll gets two votes. The first vote is for the constituency MSP, that's first past the post. The alliance will not be fielding candidates uh, in that, but you will be on the regional list. Now, um, the, the, the unknown uh, feature in all of this is the role of, of Alex Salmond uh, and the 
talk, the rumours, rumours which uh, he's, he's happily found that uh, he will also run a party uh, which will be a pro-independence party so that uh, because the SNP will do well in, in the constituency list and perhaps won't therefore do so well on the regional list, um, separatists can vote for his alternative separatist party and maximise the, the separatist vote. I'm just wondering if um, what you're doing is the mirror of that, or is it actually the reverse of that, in the sense that he's found a way of maximising the nationalist vote whilst being distinct from Nicola Sturgeon's party. Um, I'm still not entirely clear that if you don't get agreement amongst the other, what we would call Westminster parties, whether you, you're not just creating four separate, uh, um, uh, four separate uh, pro-union votes on, on the regional list and actually will just fracture that pro-union vote further. Well, let me uh, perhaps reassure you uh, in the sense that uh, if that was Alex Salmond's intention, it has been scuppered by the Electoral Commission, which has refused to recognize this alliance for independence. Uh, that's not to say some other attempt might be made or that an appeal uh, might be successful, but at this moment, uh, there will be no pro-Salmond alliance for independence on the ballot paper. But you are right that the reason why this idea emerged, after us, by the way, after our idea, uh, so it was them that was mirroring us. Uh, the, the, the reason is the same, uh, that it gives the voter, the committed voter, a more efficient option of using their second vote. Because if the SNP do really well in the constituencies, you're actually wasting your second vote by giving it to the SNP. Because uh, as Jimmy put it, they are handicapped very severely. Uh, by uh, having done so well in the constituencies. Uh, so it was an attempt to create a more efficient vehicle uh, for the second vote of separatist voters, and we are doing the same uh, on the unionist side. We are the most efficient way of voting for the union in the second ballot, because you might vote Tory with your second vote, but in the south of Scotland, that will be a wasted vote because the Tories will pick up uh, the majority of the constituency seats in the south of Scotland. Uh, but in any case, only Tories will vote Tory. Only Labour people will vote Labour and only Liberals will vote Liberal. The crossover between these three things is very small. But a united front option allows the possibility of the voters of all three parties to vote efficiently for uh, pro-union uh, 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 personalities. And that would be my final point on that. Jamie is a, a very well-known uh, figure in the borders. He'll be a much better voice for unionism than some of the other voices that have been there. After all, for the last three elections, the politics as we know it has failed. And the SNP have prevailed time after time after time. Something new is different. And I think we are different. We are exciting. As Jamie just told you, with an expenditure, I'll be more specific than him, an expenditure of zero. We have spent not one single penny and yet we are already 
a force to be reckoned with in politics. And that's because of our style of work. It's because of uh, our profile. And I would say the cleverness with which we've picked our candidates. Somehow we have come out with a collection of at least six candidates who could go straight into government, not sit as dead wood on the IKEA back benches, but go straight into government. I quickly add, I will not myself be in government, but we've got six that could take their place in that national unity government and shine. And can we establish that if the other Westminster parties do not stand down in your favour, you will stand anyway? Or if they play hardball with you, uh, might you consider standing down your candidates? Uh, and, um, and, and secondly, what would the alliance have to achieve, given that uh, you, you, you don't, as, as you were saying, have a lot of money? What, what, how, would you, how would your success be measured in a way that the other parties could say, actually, the alliance do have the best chance of, of, of winning in this regional list, so we will stand down? Uh, well, uh, we, we, uh, have only, we have only one uh, purpose, and that is to stop the breakup of the country. So we're ready to negotiate about anything with anybody. Uh, and up to and including uh, if we were persuaded uh, that the other parties were serious about standing down for each other, about doing the best thing for the country rather than the party, we're ready to uh, negotiate. As to uh, measuring our success, I'll be very disappointed and surprised if we don't have a minimum of eight MSPs after me. Jamie. Yeah, I just uh, reiterate what George has said there. I, uh, the first half of my adult life, I was a soldier. And uh, the way I view Scotland is I was always taught never reinforce failure. And coming second is failure. Too many of the pro-union parties are happy to go to Holyrood to draw the salary and to come second, to be the opposition. That, to my mind, is the, uh, the benchmark against everything that we, we're doing here. And the second uh, military principle I want to talk about is the concept of vital ground. The vital ground in this fight is the union. Too many political parties see the vital ground as their own party's share of the vote. They've got to think beyond that. We've, uh, we need now, uh, for this emergency that Scotland increasingly is facing, uh, we need statecraft and we need statesmen, not politics and politicians. And that is what George and I are trying to do. Uh, as George has said, we're very flexible. All we care about really is getting the separatists out of Holyrood. But our job is to get all of the pro-union parties into that same mindset. And just to conclude, have um, negotiations begun in any serious way between the Alliance and the main parties, or are you still in this kind of manoeuvring around each other without actually engaging yet? And, and secondly, if uh, the three pro-union parties refuse to stand down, no matter how well the Alliance seems to be doing, will you stand in any case? There wouldn't be negotiations if we conducted them in public. Uh, so forgive me if we, if we don't go into too much uh, detail about that. 
Between Jamie and I, we are in regular touch uh, with important players uh, in all the other parties uh, as the political situation develops. And as Mr. Wilson once said, a week is a long time in politics. There are many weeks to go uh, before these elections. And uh, we will continue up until the last minute uh, to try and unite uh, the political tribes in Scotland in favour of the, of the union. Uh, but if we fail, uh, then we will offer uh, the people on the second vote a better pro-union option to uh, support. Well, uh, Jamie Blackett and George Galloway for the Alliance for Unity, uh, thank you very much. We will continue to watch the world of Scottish politics and how the Alliance progresses from here. Thank you both. Thank, thank you. you. If you've enjoyed listening to The Critic Podcast, why not subscribe to have the magazine delivered to your door? Subscribe today with the offer of three issues for just £5 by heading to our website, www.thecritic.co.uk.